that. Okay, if you'll go to your large copy, the one that says Bamatsiya and Hamad Bays. One of you over here, we were in the first Marmokum. And after our introduction of AppScan, the FBI practices and those that they ensnared and their defensive entrapment. So there are real Makaris. I just use that as a base to contrast it. Uh, when is entrapment mutter, or is it ever? When the sugi lifniver and lifniver in English can be translated as entrapment. So lochayrus should always be usher. We're going to explore cases where at least two gemaras, where it seems to be mutter under certain circumstances, and we have to explain why. So we began the gemara. The gemara says that if you're loaning money, which is a mitzvah deraisim, mitzvah sichas kavana. So if you ever have the opportunity, somebody needs a dollar, five dollars. Or more, mitzvah sichas kavana. So don't waste the opportunity. Just give them the money, which is nice. Give them the chesed, have in mind. The mitzvah kesef talvas ami. Somebody asked me recently, should I do a heteriska? Is, is it harama? It's a bit of harama. The minig is we're, we're mekel on it. And the reason we are is because for a large amount of money, people can want to do it. And the alternative is not doing it at all, which is never a great alternative. And the follow-up question often is, well, do I get the Mitzvah Dereisim Keset Talva Azami? The answer is yes, for two reasons. First of all, the fact that you become a strickle partner when you weren't looking to, that's the head to take rib, is that you're really a partner, and it's a real partnership, but you're doing it, that's a favor to him, and you wouldn't have necessarily done it otherwise. Number two, most... Heteriskas are was known as chatsi mova chatsi bikodun. We're not going to get to all heteriska now. Some of them are kula bikodun. Chatsi mova chatsi bikodun means, as the word suggests, chatsi mova chatsi bikodun. So even if the bikodun part is, here's a bikodun, I'm a co-investor, half of it's a mova. So at least have in mind, for the first half, the chatsi mova mitzvah sichas kavana. So that's the introduction. So the Gemara says that it's great, it's a mitzvah, it's a chesed. So make sure you write it down. The Gemara gives two reasons. One is lifneiver. We already saw briefly Rashi that said that yala beruchoy to be kaifer and the whole tumult around that. The guy's getting a loan now. He's going to think that I can get him later if he doesn't write it down. So I think the Pshat and Rashi might be that if the thought crosses his head for a second, even though he'll never do a Dastardly thing like that. That's already a shayel lifni ever. And we got the discussion this kavan lechol basah chazir, but the fact that erkosh bochem itzdayr machshava ro lamaisa, and when yes, when not. And the short answer to that is Hashem doesn't debit kehilu you did it, but still like a para needed for having such a machshava even if it was fleeting. That's Rashi. Others say that it's not a mazed scenario. It's a shaygig. We're afraid he's going to forget, and if he forgets, he's going to deny. And that's Lefnever, to have a guy forget something he shouldn't be forgetting. He should be writing it down. And put yourself in a matzah like that is not a good idea. And there's Lefnever even on a possible eventual shagging. It happens enough that they made the gzera. Reason number two is given by Reish Lakish that you're garim klala la'atzmoi. Because you're going to go ask him for the money, certainly at a time where most people wouldn't loan any money without a star because they were short of money then. Today, somebody give a five dollars. Okay, gets it back. Doesn't get it back. And in those days, people didn't have too much cash in the first place, and everybody was a day laborer. They made enough to bring home some firewood for the family, and that wasn't just Hillel. That was the masses. 
So they wrote things down, and the odd case where you didn't write something down, then you go back and says, uh, where's the money you owe me? He says, I don't owe you any money, where's your star? So I, we didn't write a star. So already the statistics are against him. What do you mean? Everybody writes a star. Nowadays, uh, I'm pointing that out, because nowadays that might be one of the term. If most people don't, which is how we got there, would you be Garm Kalolatzma? But Garm Kalolatzma means the guy's going to have time on the Malva. What are you, hocking the guy? Is that Sadik and you did nothing wrong and you're trying to collect money and it's uh, some sort of rogue operation and you're a horrible person they're going to mimicall you. So you shouldn't put yourself in a matzav. It doesn't call that lifnever, but it's a shtick lifnever also. You're causing other people to be makalo, but not because the odds are against you. Why don't you write it down? Your claim sounds funny. That's the second reason. That's the quick chazar from last week. Now we get up to the Misa, which I've kept on warning about that we have to answer up. And let's go to the first wide line. And let's read this short Misa very carefully. There are a number of obvious questions. Have you got the first wide line? So Ravashi was the God Ladar, soon to be joined by his Talmud Chavar, who will do Chasimus Talmud, working over the whole Talmud and give the gift of Talmud Bavli to Klaistro. But apparently this was, in the early years, Ravina was a new Talmud and not well known, and they went and uh, mentioned to him, there's a new Talmud, the yeshiva, besides being an uh, unbelievable Eloi and Masmud, he's a big tzaddik, and he keeps all the Rabbanans, which already is an unusual statement. I think my marshal last week was if I would tell somebody who's calling about Shidduch information, they want, sometimes they ask me for the Milas, I usually don't answer. I go on the offensive and I say, what are you looking for? But if they catch me on a, on a day where I'll uh, talk about my list to talk about, so um, I'm probably not going to say not only is he a Masmid and a London and a very kind person, he also keeps the Rabbanans. That's going to kill the Shidduch if I say that. And start wondering, what's that Lafuke? <laughs> like, which Rabbanans doesn't he give? There's like some remnants. I can understand what the words mean. So what does it mean over here? They put it to Ravash, they came to Shiva. So Talmud over here keeps the Rabbanans. So either it's a right to the Ritzvah that we saw, that this is not a Dindar Rabbanon, and it's not a Dindar Rais, that's not really the Chashash Lefneiver, and it's a Chumra of sorts not to even go anywhere near Lefneiver because it's so dangerous. And the Ritzvah does say it. Most of Shannon disagrees, so that's not uh, the avenue of Heter for the general Kula and the Sugya. But it makes sense that they said Ravina even keeps the Chashash that the Rabbanon mentioned as a, call it a heads up, an Eitzatayva, don't get involved. And he even keeps that. That's how firm he is. So like the Ritzvah, it's very good. All the other Rishayim don't say that. So what's shot in this statement? Why can't it mean he keeps all the Shittas, all the Chumras? But there are only two Shittas over here, and we have to pass like both. That's why I reviewed it quickly. We passed in the Lifneva Shash, but it's an Isidra Bono unless you get into a Lifneva scenario. And Rishlaka says it's an Isidra Bono to learn without a star unless you get into a situation that they're going to scream at you and be Makal you. We happen to pass like both. Both are brought down the Ram and Shulchan But it's a Dindra Bono. So to be Machadish, Ravina keeps Dura Bono's. That's his, it's the best time of the Yeshiva. So the Ritva is an option. The second option is that it was a new Dura Bono. And as we see from the sugya, which we are not going to now, what the possible kulas are, what some people don't understand today, it was hard to be makayim for small change. And they reported that he's so medactic, you can get him in a pressurized situation, even on air Shabbos, and ask him for a relatively small sum of money, he's not going to do it without a star. That's how stark he is. That's possibility number two, and obviously we started the story already, that's why I'm saying it, The third possibility is Chazal was shotsing up here 
that, like Rashi, certainly, that most people would have a flash in their mind that they could be kaifer if you don't write it down. It's a chiddush. So the, keeping this Dorabonon is challenging. These Dorabonon are mashayir that this is what's happening. And some say, Ravashi had a suffix, did they even mean Tamid Chachamin? Keep this third shot in mind for the story. And his suffix was, is it a problem of Garm Klal Latzma if I make a claim without a shtar and they're going to scream? Or is it really with an Eva, even for Ravashi? So now we're ready to set the test. He waits to a busy air of Shabbos. It's two hours before Shabbos. Everybody's on a rush. And he sends a shliach, who we told very specific instructions. I'll get to those instructions later. But right now, it's catch Ravina on a busy air of Shabbos and tell him I need 10 zoos in a hurry. I've got to buy a piece of real estate. Remember, 10 zoos, not a lot of money, five times the amount of a goat, as in Chad Gadya. That goats might have been expensive, but it's just fresh in my head. It's just Pesach Shani. So, ask alone, Ravashi, it's his Rebbe, it's Rosh Hashiva. So, it could be part of the test was would this even apply to him? Or maybe Ravashi himself was Mesupic, some suggest. Does it even mean to Nechem or just Hamanam? Also part of the Suffolk, perhaps. So, Amadabon, let's go back to the Gemara. Amadabon, first wide line. They report to Ravashi, Kamakai Mavina, Kol Ma'adam Rabban, Shalach Le Bahade, Panya Damale Shabbata. See, he sends in the afternoon, Erev Shabbos, Lishtale Mar Sarzuzi, this Ramale Katina Dar Lamizvin. I have a piece of real estate I have to buy right next to the dorm. We're expanding the yeshiva. We have a convention here for 14 years, Kong over Shas, and we need some more real estate. Shalach Le, so he said, absolutely, be my pleasure. Nesay Mar Sadim Nichtel Ksava. Can you just send the cipher and some paper? Remember, think about a time when nobody had pens and papers in their drawers. <laughs> we would never say, bring a cipher, it sounds like a whole grand, uh, get a paper and pen. I don't know who had paper and pen. Get a cipher and write a star, which is a big deal on Erev Shabbos. He needs the money quickly. He's got to close the deal. They've got to take a shower, get ready for Shabbos. And, uh, and he's asking for a star. Hence the timing of the test. Why couldn't he have done it himself? Quickly, Erev he didn't have. He's a bacher in yeshiva. Bacher in yeshiva is... Didn't have any money to the name, let alone a pen and a paper. That's why I said, you, 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 you sound like an American, or I, I, that's an insult to you, like somebody from England. Uh, we apologize. But uh, yeah, that's why he said, look, uh, the Rashiva, you have an office. I, I just bring as soon as we're ready. Bring the, bring the Adem or send me a piece of paper, the Ksavyad, and uh, we'll get it done. So Shalach Leis, he sends back a message. The clock is ticking. Shalach Leis, so this was either really part of his suffix, or it was put on as part of the test. Like, even me wanted to push him to the limits to see if he would really keep this din durabon as a low plug. Shalach lay, he said this very diplomatically, koshakain mar deterred begirsay. He said, not only even you, but especially. Not because he didn't trust him, of course, but he's busy running Klaisro, running the yeshiva, chazering shas, putting it out. Tarid begirsay, Mishtali, you're going to forget the garim klolo la'atzmai. Some say the gifts is la'atzmi, because I'm going to be the malva and I'm going to get a klolo. So, take note, he didn't say you might forget and it's going to trigger lifnaivir. He picked the second reason. Isn't that interesting? Why would, why did, why would he jump to Rachel Lakish's reason? <coughs> so, I think either Altskovit is not going to say, no, this lifnaivir, you might, it might go through your head to be kaifer akol later on. Say that to Ravashi, or he was telling him, No, the Taka doesn't apply to the the first reason. It's only that I'm going to ask for money, I'm asking Ravashi, and people are going to say, What are you asking about? Well, you didn't write it down, everybody writes it down. You must be making this up. So he jumped to the second reason. 
But the second reason is enough independently to have this Gzeir Darbanon, and therefore he says, I can't do it until we write it down. But it's significant. Every part of the story, like every word in the Gemara, is extremely important. See, so he jumps and he quotes the second reason, but he says, Lamaisa, I can't give it to you unless we have the star written up. Akan is the story. A great test. Obviously, Ravashi Baruch Kachoy saw tremendous, tremendous potential in this young man and saw that this is not Stam, a new bright rising star in the yeshiva and Kachavi, historically, now, a couple thousand years later, Ravina Ravashi are synonymous, which is amazing that this story took place so early, but that's probably why he was testing him. Every time they said a compliment, they didn't send out agents to test him. The question everybody asks in our context of Lifnaiver, isn't this classic Lifnaiver? You wait till Ayav Shabbos, get somebody off guard, everybody's in a rush, everybody's for tumult, and you're his Rebbe, and you just want to borrow ten zuz, and it's ripe that he's going to not keep this Durabanon, perhaps, or a good chance, and the over the din. So what's the plan over here, exactly? Why isn't this Lifnaiver? What? So, I knew somebody was going to say that, so it's good you said that. Because you're thinking we only have three Gemaras of this type. The first one was the one we started with a few months ago, where Rabba and Ravuna's father were in this matzah of Ravuna's stage. He's going to rip something and get. And the Gemara says that's Lufnever. He's going to get angry. That anger they didn't even ask on. He's going to violate get Yerusav. And the says he's meichel in his head. So first of all, that won't work over here. Because he can't be meichel within the Rabbonim. Especially, remember, he jumped to Beishlokish's reason. It's going to be a problem for the Malva. They're going to scream at me. You can't be Ravashi. Can't be meichel on that. So he'll say he'll never ask him. He'll, he'll just tell him no. The whole thing was set up. <laughs> He's gonna. He thinks it's a loan. I mean, Which case? So Avashi's the one setting up the thing. Right. Why does Arvina do that? Yeah. That was what I mentioned for yeshiva guys uh, getting a dollar for the soda, right. uh, or the dollar fifty or whatever right. it's at now. Right. Uh, yeah, Ten zuz is not that small an amount, and. I don't even think, well, he doesn't have to do it. If he doesn't have much money, I don't think he should do it. I'd be happy to give a donation to the yeshiva. This is the yeshiva bach. It's a chiddush even had 10 zuzim. So I don't know if that's uh, realistically would be, a, would be a kasha over here if he didn't have the ability, the means, the position to do so. So how can I actually put him into this mazda? He wants to know what a tzadik is. So I'll find out later what a tzadik is. He can't do with naiver to run a test like this. So what was the plan? So again, you have the ritva that it wasn't really in his draw bottom. Okay. Just a midis chasidis. It's not really with an evil, but we don't really pass like the ritva. Some suggest as follows. He told the shaliach, this is only a test. Don't tell him. And proposed that I need the money. And he's here. He was sent to go get the money, bring back to Ravashi. And if he says, wait one minute, I'm going to get my checkbook. Tell him, you know what? It's already 6 o'clock. Uh, let's do it next week. i got to go. It's really close to Shabbos. And disappear. Is that a good plan? It's pretty cloak and dagger, this whole thing, you know? <laughs> he shows up. He's under, and he's sworn to secrecy. And uh, he said, just whatever you do, don't take that money, because that's Lifni Iver. He can't loan that money without a star. That's an Issa Durabana. So the test was, would he? So the hope was he wouldn't, but the chance was he would. That's why it's with Naivir. It's a good chance he would in a busy air of Shabbos. And he told him if he's getting the checkbook, now I said specifically getting the checkbook, because if he has cash in Zuzim, and he's handing it to him already, that's already Niskav and Lechol Basel Chazir. If he's doing a mice already, having a mind to violate this, it's too late. 
So if he says, I'll go to the safe and get the tenzus, or go get my checkbook, or I'll get my credit card machine and run it through, whatever it is, then you could say, ah, you know what, it's really late, I apologize for convenience, let's continue on Sunday. And then just don't show up, or Ravashi will show up and welcome him to the, to the inner circle of Talmudim for being Zephetzadik, or whatever the plan was. But it didn't get there, because right away he said, can you bring a star? And he said, even me? And he said, especially you. And it was a beautiful ending. That's quite a, for three lines of Gemara, that's quite a story behind this, but every Gemara is like that. Because you have to answer the kasha of uh, Lifnever. You've all been telling me over the last uh, couple of months, you seem to notice a lot more Lifnever shaylas in the office. <laughs> so uh, somebody recently wrote an email and they said, my mushal, that if you uh, buy a Camry, all of a sudden every car on the highway is a Camry. You know that, uh, so that's the model of learning the sugya. Avi had one yesterday. Trying not to be martial to people, which is good. So that means uh, he did a great job in the specific uh, case. But Lamaisa, the Gemara, is a real setup. We'd call this, if he failed, we'd call it entrapment. So that's a possibility. That possibility is going to be a little harder to fit in in my next example. Uh, if you think that his answer to Ravashi about Kosher Kane Mad, you might forget, it sounds a little bit forward. Uh, you're all familiar with the famous Maisa with the Bashash? about to become more famous, but it's an important mice for this sugya. Uh, the Rishash was uh, the Rishash. That doesn't need Hezber. It's the back of the Gemara. Uh, they didn't put us there. So uh, the Rishash was uh, a very, very well-respected person, not only in his learning, but he was uh, also a community leader. It happens to be that uh, he had a very famous library. He was a Gavir himself, and he had a fabulous library and he was always learning and people used to go bring him money they didn't have safety deposit boxes they didn't have people he could trust they used to bring him money just I'm going out of town I got cash I won't leave it in the house uh, can you hold it for me and he did that regularly one time this doesn't happen too often it's not the only story we have one time he was in the middle of a Shver Rebbe Kivager or a Shver Rishash <laughs> and uh, and uh, picture, you know, he's sitting at his table there, he's got Svarim off the thing, and he's got, and somebody walked in, and he was, when he held and learning, he was holding and learning. And somebody walked in and said, Rabbi, I, I'm leaving out of town now, the train's leaving in 10 minutes, uh, here's 5,000 rubles, can you take this envelope, I, I gotta go out of town. And he probably said, yes, just, uh, you know, leave it right here, and, uh, you know, we'll uh, be safe and sound. And the guy left, and... You're all going to ask me, by the way, that's not even the reason I'm saying it with the story. What you're all going to be screaming and yelling about right now is it's mucha from the story that they didn't write it down. So, think about that. that. That's not even the main part of the story, by the way, but that's important. You wrote it on that paper, which you didn't even realize. What, what pa- that, no, if you're giving in the thing, the mama has to have a record of it. Oh, it was the guy's catching a train. He ran out. You'll see mucha from the story they didn't write it down. And the kids of the guy went on the train to Prague, wherever he went. And uh, a month later, he comes back and says, Rebbe Baruch Hashem, a successful trip. I really appreciate it very much. Uh, where's that uh, $5,000 uh, ruble envelope, whatever? Can I have it back? So Shash, who had a phenomenal memory, said, uh, I, I don't recall any... Uh, so he started looking for the place he usually puts it. A safe or something. It wasn't there. He said, you sure? I didn't give it back to you? He said, I, I think so. I, you know, I left. I didn't come back. They start looking high and low when you look high and low for something. Nowhere to be found. And uh, there was Shash 
this is an important story for the rest of our sugya this week and next week about being cheshed employers and employees and servants and and one of the parshas Bahar about servants and Evadivri and Evakanani. So, so they couldn't find, and the Rashash never had this problem. And people gave him constantly millions of dollars going through the house, and, there, and he put things away. And this never happened. He had phenomenal memory, and then everybody trusted him. And they can't find it. So he uh, called in the uh, fellow who was one of the, uh, I don't know what you call him, he wasn't a servant servant, but he was a. Um, Unlettered fellow who was a nice guy who worked there was you know from Jewish from and and the Rashash and the Mafkid and everybody else and the Rebbe everybody was convinced he's the only guy who has access to these things and uh, the butler did it so uh, what do you do so he confronted him he said look I want everybody's got to eat Sahara maybe you saw it they you know just uh, come clean and we'll uh, you'll do tshuva and we'll call it a day I said he said, I don't know what anybody's talking about I didn't take it. The kids are, at the end, they let him go because that was really the only uh, possibility. Everything in life is the only possibility until you get to the real story. And um, years later, the Rashash was looking up a Shagazari somewhere, some other, and it was in the safer. Apparently, the wasn't like 5,000 big, thick rubles. And he was in the middle of learning Fai's farm. You know, it's the only closed farm. It can happen to anybody. And um, there it was. So this is the the Rashash. And uh, the, the end of the story is a bigger pill than the beginning of the story. Uh, Rashash, uh, I believe, had... Um, I want to get the... Uh, we might even know the guy's name. But he had a child. He had one child left who wasn't married. Uh, he besides himself, he went over, he found the person, the person lived in the community, he apologized to no end, and uh, the fellow said, Rebbe, I, I, I would definitely be Michael and everything, it's just the only problem is, it just it sort of like destroyed my reputation, and uh, it didn't, they, they never actually accused him of anything, they just, it was like, got so, got so contentious that uh, he just uh, couldn't work there anymore. And uh, the Rashash felt the only way to fix this up is if he makes a shidduch with him. Because then, his whole time is, everybody thinks I'm not trustworthy. Now, you're trustworthy. And he did it. So you can imagine the Shash is like the biggest god around, and he has a terrible And uh, to fix up that he shouldn't have a time, it was an honest mistake. And he understood, and that person like, can happen to anybody. And he had five farm open, and he closed it. But the shidduch was made. Amazing, beautiful, beautiful ending to a story. So, number one, it's clear they didn't write this down. Not that the guy, the guy who came to give it was a member of the Gaelic. He wouldn't have had personal tainas, and if the butler took it, the butler, what was he going to do? It's not the Rashash's fault. But he didn't write it down, and there are places that say this Gemara is only on cash when it's a loan, not when it's a Bikadun. And suddenly, when it's not it's a Bikadun of an object, I give you a computer to watch, I give you, then, no, below suddenly, if I give you cash, you're supposed to spend it, you don't have to. It's on its way out, so people can rationalize, oh, I can get away with it, it's spent, I can't pay it back, and I'll come the time, I'd like to pay it back, but I don't have the money, I'm not flush of cash. You can marry a to Chazal, more concerned about the Lifnever. When it's a because then you have no right to touch it. So, that'd be worried about Lifnever. The guy's going to have a flash to his head, oh, he didn't write it down, I can get away with it. Then he's an outright God of. Nobody thinks like that, to Rashiyah's Kenan. That's a very important point in the Sugya. It's only talking about Avab, 
that a guy has a flesh of mind. You know, I plan to pay it back, but if I can't, and I really fall in hard times, I have a way out. He's not going to say that with a big cousin, because he has no right to touch it. That's a big cousin of an object or cash that's being nifted by him. So, Pashas in that story didn't have to write it down, and it sounds like in the story they didn't write it down. The point of the story directly for our first Gemara is that Ravina told Avashi, you are holding and learning so deep that you're going to forget. And that's what happened with the Rosh She didn't even realize that it was in there, got sandwiched in the, in the safer. He just put the safer back. So that could happen if somebody's very involved in something and he doesn't realize. So we're not talking about an accusation of Rishus. We're talking about forgetting. And that's also a potential Livni Ivern, a potential Gurren Klaw which is why Ravina used the second expression. So far, so good. So that's a possible shot for the first Gemara. Go to page two. And you think the first one needed a Hezber. The second one is even more surprising. So, this Gemara in Erevin, Asamach Beis and You see where the bracket is? Go up three lines, because I'm just going to show you the context. Uh, the beginning line, Amar Abiyuda Hashmuel. So wait, what was, that? what was the Hezber in the previous case? They had to not to write it down? It wasn't all of all. It was a bikadon. He just said, here's the cash. You have no right to touch the bikadon, so you're not going to be married. We're not talking about Rishon who want to steal. We're talking about a guy, if it's Alva, and I'm allowed to use the money, I have to pay it back in 30 days. So I might have in my mind, it might cross my mind, even this is a Kiddush point to Rashi, that if I can't, uh, and I have to deny it, and uh, so, you know, it's not my fault, and I'll, like I might do a mix this type story, that I'll kick it down the road. By Bikadon, you can never get into that matzah. You're not allowed to touch on the first thing. I'll use a Bikadon and then pay it back. That's Ganeva. But by, Rav, by Ravashi, how do we answer? No, so Ravashi, first of all, Arvina said, the, uh, my concern is Rav Lakish's reason, and that Gurm called Latsma, that I'm going to ask for it, and people are going to think, why am I bothering you? They didn't write it down. Obviously, the loan never happened. And the question is still, so, but it's an Isidro on whatever reason you hold of, so why is it mutter? So the answer, some suggest, is he told the shliach, ask him for the money, and if he says, yes, I'm going to get it from the safe, at that point, quickly tell him, you know what, thank you very much, let's discuss it next week, and disappear. Which means he never did a maisa, even though he planned on doing it, that's already, without a maisa, that's not in the skavalach of us, a chazir. You can also forget somebody gave you a you, it's not your problem. We're not worried about the because it's not going anywhere. Forgetting is you have a loan, move a load of soda. No, so loan I spent it. Give me ten dollars. I bought a soda. I don't remember the soda. I remember everything. It's all gone. Here, the because and the, when somebody gives the because and they say, here it is. Where you putting it? In the safe. You're putting it over there, just in case you're not here. Want to get? People know it is. You have no right to touch it. There's never a head to touch it. You can air it out if it's a because of a like the Marbab and Sia. You could take the thing and air it out once we did it. Otherwise, you're a ganav if you start touching it. So. You no, so the, the mafkid should ask him. <laughs> so that's uh, either the safe. I mean, now we'd say, if it's not in the safe, maybe check the Shagazari aid, but that's rare. So uh, there should be a regular, you know, people put, put cash and put things in a specific place. So that's not the concern. They didn't make a gzera on that. Okay, so go up three lines from before the brackets. First of all, lines, I'm Rabbi Yudam uh, It's not important what they're dealing with in the sukhi before. I just want to show you the names. I'm Rabbi Yudam Halachik Rabbelezer and Yaakov, Avuna Amar Minik Rabbelezer and Yaakov, Yechama Nogo Amkar Rabbelezer and Yaakov. Three versions, but we know that Mishnas Rabbelezer and Yaakov is Kavanaki, which means it doesn't appear too many times the name, but whenever it does, we Paskin like him. It's a clear cut sock, which is the next line. Amalab Bailer Rabbi Yisif, Kaimalam Mishnas Rabbelezer and Yaakov Kavanaki, which means again it doesn't appear often, but we Paskin like him. 
Kav is a small measurement. Naki means it's clean, meaning we always pass like him. So he's picking an area of halacha that is very cut and dry, very crystal clear, and it's very hard to mess it up in terms of a psak. The context of this Shailah that Abai is asking his Rebbe Rebbe Yisif is about the sugya being Mar Lachem Rei Rabbah. Mar Lachem it's a very serious issue. We know this from Chana when she brings Shmuel, the young Shmuel, to the Mishkan, and uh, they're waiting around, and I bring the carbon, and he says, What are you waiting for? He says, We're short staffed. And uh, there's a line, he said, which happens to be true, and he dashed in the Pusik. And they said, That's very uh, sharp, but you're going to Ailey because. There's a Pesach around here, and his name is Ailey, and he's the Gadoladar, and you can't pass Kedshadas around here, especially at three years old, unless he gave you a shot, and you're new here. Uh, it's not only because he was new and young, as you'll see from this Gemara, the assumption was as long as the Rebbe was alive. So Abaye, who's asking his Rebbe, Rebbe Yosef, how far does this go? Is this even for something that's very simple, cut and dry, as simple as Mishis Rabbelezer ben Yaakov Kavanaki? Or is it only something that there might be at Tzad L'chumma, Tzad L'kula, Zasugya, it's not clear. Madame Milsel Milsel, got make it Or is it even something like uh, simple Yal V'yava Ritzei Shaila? I'm not accusing Art School of being Mero Lachem and Rabba or anything like that. Once they print it, and, uh, even though they have to take a position, it's not a time them whatsoever. There are a lot of printed instructions in that thing. Many of them are Machlein because they have to take a position because they're making that art scroll that are for somebody who might not be near somebody they can ask, especially in the Lushman Esrei, that's very nice. But that's a good example of a simple thing here in the time of the Gemara. A simple thing was Mishas Rabbalazim and Yaakov Kavanaki. So he asked Rabbi Yisim, Ma'ala Rui B'makam Rabbi. Are you allowed to pass on that? Funny, your Rabbi. There's no gay to Abayi, because his Rabbi is Rabbi Yisim. So he's asking Rabbi Yisim, is that considered a chuspah? Is that Merolocha Mitnei Rabbi? Okay, ready for this? So Rabbi Yosef says, it's also when he picks the only thing in Shas that's even easier than the Klal of Mishas, Rabbi Lezim, and Yaakov Kavanaki. And what's that? So I always uh, chuckle when I see this. You've got to get a geschmack out of this uh, sugi like this. This is the classic example, the poster example of the easiest Shaila in Shas. And Tysus is going to have the largest Tysus on the daf here, besides the part that's cut off, is going to have a kasha and a terrace and a kasha and a terrace and two mahalchim. What in the world the Shaila was, let alone the answer. Amazing how we had Neskat Noah Deris. He's giving an example. We just said Mishra Zobos of a That's easy enough. So, how about like, like something that's like so simple? Be'asa Bakusa. So, what do the words mean, first of all? Be'asa Bakusa, Be'a is an egg. Kutach. We're still 31 days in Pesach. So we mentioned Chad Gadya one night. Kutach, Kutach Abavli, the classic Taruvas Chametz. It was a yogurt, it was sour milk, moldy bread. That's to grow the. <laughs> it's amazing. Whenever I mention this Gemara, people say, oh, that sounds horrible. That's yogurt. They just want the bacteria in there to. Uh, they were making yogurt. Yogurt's a very old food. And it was milkshakes that had sour milk and moldy bread. The brachas, Shaila, but not for now, because it's not really current on the market for some reason. They put uh, instead uh, other fruits and things in, but they, it's chametz. There's chametz in there, and that's why it's uh, mentioned in the Gemara B'sachim. It's mentioned in Shas a lot as the classic food that's milchiks, because the main ingredient is milk, or sour cream, or sour milk, or yogurt, or whatever you want to call it. No, so you have an egg. Your egg is parv? Kutachabavli's milchiks. 
So what's the shaila? The simple shaila shas kuta chabavli with eggs. Mutter also. Mutter. Egg? Egg is parv. So, Rabbi Yehud says, even if it's something as simple as an egg with kuta chabavli with yogurt, even that you can't pass in front of your Rebbe without rishus. So Taisa says, Taisa asks, that shaila is so simple, that can't be the shaila. That's too simple. Which you would think, okay, is it that much more simple than the Yalviyavah shaila? And the answer is, the Ritzayin Yalviyavah is a complicated shaila. It's before shki, after shki, it says, it's Yanti, if you forgot, you have to go back. You know, there are a lot of ins and outs. What can be not simple about a parva egg with yogurt? Now, if it was cheese, you'd all be jumping, well, isn't there a sheet on the base that you shouldn't eat uh, cheese with the other things? And uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's a debate unto itself. That's not the shy there. So uh, just a sneak preview because we're out of time. Tesis, we'll see just the first part of Tesis, to show you how Niskat Maderis, Tesis understands that the Gemara held was Pashit, but we're trying to figure out it's got to be somewhere between, can't be too Pashit that a two-year-old knows, but it can't be that difficult that we need 20 lines of the tesis, we hope. So, what happens if you shecht a chicken and you have an egg that's basically finished but didn't hatch yet? So the shell's already there. So you say, how can that shell be there? Would it hatch? No, there's a moment in time, 20 minutes before it hatches. It comes out that before you lay the egg that it has a shell, right? Is that egg pyro or fleshies? So now, fleshik, fleshik, the rice is not going to be. That's going to play a role over here. It's in a chicken, not in a cow. But we don't eat chicken with yogurt either. So, Tesis is going to say that no, the Shiloh was where it's pretty finished, but maybe there's a Gzair Darban on Atu, the case where eight hours before it's Buru Begidin. That means it's still part of the Kishkas, and a Taki is part of the chicken. We just had a share in Uba Yerachim on Shabbos. So maybe it should be considered fleshik, so maybe it's not mutter. Kamash Malam, that's the easy answer. It's mutter anyway. And of course, you know, we're not going to get away with that, but Tais is going to say, why is that taka mutter? <laughs> I'm just keeping you on the edge of your seat till tomorrow night. We'll figure it out and miss tomorrow night.